come together for prayer. Our hearts will be united this morning from Psalm 139, a magnificent psalm, a God-centered psalm, just exalting the glories and the excellencies of God. Psalm chapter 139. We'll begin reading in verse 1. I encourage you to follow along. David writes, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it altogether. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's high, I cannot attain it. And Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you're there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day. For darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. And I praise you, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them. The days that were formed for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I'm still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. O men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Psalm 139 proclaims the greatness of our God. It is for you and I, a common ailment we all suffer from, which is low thoughts of God. Uh, Psalm 139 cures that because though it's a, a psalm that's David writes, and it's very, very personal to David. He speaks in terms of God's knowledge of him, God's presence with him, God's providence over his life, and God's care for him. Yet, ultimately, Psalm 139 is about God. It's about who God is and and how God himself comforts David in whatever phase of life he's in. The song itself describes... God's most incomparable attributes. It just simply, they're meditations on 
Things like God's omniscience, His omnipresence, His omnipotence, His holiness, His holy judgments and wrath. Not as mere theological abstractions, not just as categories of theology, but as dynamic realities that David has meditated on and says that these are things that I must cling to in every aspect of my life. These are things that impact my life on a daily basis. And this morning, I think the Spirit's plea within our hearts is that we might understand these perfections of God, that we too might cling to them in whatever phase of life we're in this morning. In verses 1 through 6, the psalmist is meditating upon the knowledge of God, not just his uh, omniscience, not just that he knows all things, what he's really meditating on is that he knows all things about me. He knows all things about my thinking, what's in the depths of my heart, those recesses of my life that I try to keep in darkness away from other people. He has shown the light on them. And our God knows all things about his children, about you and I. And then in verses 7 through 12, and the focus is on God's presence, not just His omnipresence. Yes, He's everywhere, but He draws near everywhere to His children, His nearness to His people. He's exceedingly close to you and I, no matter what we go through. In verses 13 through 18, David is focusing upon the greatness and the perfection of God's creation. Not just that He's the omni-creator who's created all things, but verse 13, but you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. The excellency, God, you created me, and as creator of me, you know all things about me. You know things about me that I don't even know. You formed me in my mother's womb. You have laid out every one of my days. You are sovereign. I wake each up each day and I ask a very worldly question, but we all do it. What am I going to do today? From a God-centered view, that God, what, what have you ordained for me today? God, what, what, what because all my days, I, I don't know them. I don't even know when the last one will be. But God, you, our great creator, know all about me. And then in verses 19 through the, the rest of the chapter, he just marvels at God's holiness. God's holiness. God's judgment, His justice. That God, as we talked about this week, Dr. Mahoney talked about the holiness of God. God's holiness is ultimately God's self-absorption with Himself. That He is devoted to Himself, to His glory. And even His judgments upon His enemies are all about His glory. So we have this God, so infinite, yet so near, so transcendent, yet so imminent. And it's to He that through Christ this morning, He has given us the opportunity and the privilege to turn, to worship, to pray, to seek, as He draws near to us through His Son.